0: Welcome to First Mover. I'm your host Dario Austin, the Director of Analytics for Player Profiler, and today's episode is sponsored by Prediction Strike and Rival Fantasy. So, can't wait to tell you guys more about both of those sponsors. For this week, we're looking ahead at the week 12 slate. That's right, we know that week 11 still has Monday Night Football yet to play, but this is First Mover and this is what we do. We're going to be looking at the week 12 slate. We have 11 games on the main slate. There is no team on by this week because of the three Thanksgiving games. The NFL is giving us a full 32 teams in action this week. So we have that to look forward to. Hope you guys all have exciting and wonderful Thanksgiving plans ahead. And let's just dive right into it. We've got these 11 games on Sunday in the main slate. That's going to be Tampa Bay at Cleveland with the Buccaneers favored by three and an over under of 43 and a half. The Bengals are playing at Tennessee. The Bengals are one-point road favorites. The over-under is 42.5. Of course, that's a rematch of last year's divisional round where we saw the Bengals pull one out against the Titans, but these teams are kind of fighting to get into the playoffs. And then the Texans are playing at the Dolphins. Dolphins are the second-biggest favorite on the slate. They're favored by 12. At home, over-under is forty-six. The Bears are playing at the Jets. The Jets are six-point favorites there. Over-under is 41.5. Sounds like Justin Fields should play. They said today that he's day-to-day after that concerning shoulder injury yesterday. So hopefully he will be good and ready to go. The Falcons are playing in Washington against the Commanders. The Commanders are three-and-a-half-point favorites. And the over-under there is 43. The lowest game total on the slate is the Broncos against the Panthers. Both of these teams have been playing in so many low-total games and now against each other. It's an over-under of 35 with the Broncos favored by 2.5 in Carolina, which is kind of surprising to see them favored at all in any games these days, but that's the way it goes. And then the Ravens play at the Jaguars. Ravens are four-point favorites and the Jaguars. um, Over-under there is 44. The Chargers play at the Cardinals. This is kind of the two best matchups on the slate here are between AFC West and NFC West teams. The Chargers play at the Cardinals 47 and a half game total Chargers favored by three and a half on the road and the Raiders play at the Seahawks Seahawks three and a half point favorites at home and the over under there is also 47 and a half. So those are probably the two games we're going to be looking to most in DFS. You've got the Rams at the Chiefs. This is the biggest spread on the slate. Chiefs are 14 point favorites. It's crazy to think that You know, this is just how far the Rams have fallen. I would be surprised if we see Matthew Stafford in this game, because we know he's had two concussions in the last three weeks. And then the last game of this main slate is the Saints at the 49ers. The Niners are eight point favorites and the over under there is 42. The Saints, of course, coming off that win against the Rams and the Niners will be playing on a short week because they're playing the Cardinals tonight in Mexico City. So, like I said, the big games that I'm looking at right now are Raiders and Seahawks, Chargers and Cardinals. Both of those games have a 47 and a half game total highest on this slate. And then after those games, there's not much to get too excited about. The over-under is 46 in the lopsided Dolphins game. And then the Chiefs are also a very big lopsided favorite. So I think the team totals for the Dolphins and the Chiefs will definitely draw us in that direction. And then the rest of these games look Not that appealing on the outset, so we'll see what develops over the course of the week, but that's kind of where my attention is on the early side. Before we get into the prices on DraftKings, I'm going to tell you guys about our first sponsor of today's episode, Prediction Strike. They are a player stock market that you can buy shares of your favorite players in NFL, NBA, MLB, MMA fighters even, and then basically they have their house projections for fantasy points. And based on whether or not that player exceeds or underperforms against those projections, their price moves up or down. So you gotta use promo code underworld. You can get one free player share when you sign up. Any player you want could be LeBron James, could be, you know, Sky Moore, could be just any anyone you can think of. And I think you have to mention our stud of prediction strike anytime you talk about prediction strike, and that is, of course, Aaron Stewart. He's been doing a weekly prediction strike show in our Discord, so get over there if you haven't already, sign up with promo code Underworld, and make sure to tune into Aaron's going long show on the Discord for Player Profiler, because he's got all the best predictions. I'm pretty sure his ROI on prediction strike has just got to be crushing it this season. So big shout out to Aaron, big shout out to prediction strike for sponsoring today's show, and let's talk about the DraftKings prices now. Over at quarterback, there's quite a few appealing options on this slate. You get Patrick Mahomes at 8,200, Lamar Jackson at 8,000, Justin Fields at 7,400, Justin Herbert at 7,000, Tua at 6,900, Kyler Murray at 6,800, and then Joe Burrow at 6,700. So there's a pretty good spread of viable options there, I would say. And then I think the best value is Geno Smith at 6,000. This is a slate where you probably are going to want to pay up for one of these. I mean, there's seven or eight quarterbacks, I think, that are pretty appealing, even though they're somewhat up there. I think Mahomes and Jackson are kind of the the top of the top, but you can definitely get a lot out of Fields or Tua or Burrow in these matchups because Burrow is facing, of course, the Titans defense who are very much a pass funnel. We know that they're pretty good at stopping the run and their secondary is a little more questionable over at running back you get Christian McCaffrey at 8,800 leading the way, Austin Eckler at 8,500, Derek Henry at 8,300, Nick Chubb at 7,800, and then Josh Jacobs at 7,700. Just below that top tier, Kenneth Walker is 6,900, and Travis Etienne is 6,700. Both of those guys probably should be priced a lot closer to 8,000 than they are, so I'm sure they'll be quite popular, especially with Walker's fairly easy matchup against the Raiders. And then Damian Pierce is 6,100. His price is fallen, of course, after a pretty disappointing showing yesterday, despite how chalky he was. And I think that he's probably going to be chalky again at that price. And with his projected workload, you know, Benjamin, even though they just signed him was a healthy scratch. So he hasn't yet eaten into Damian Pierce's workload, although there is some concern there for, you know, like rest of season, seasonal leagues, stuff like that. Just a little bit further down below those guys, you get Jeff Wilson at 5800 and Raheem Mostert at 5700 in a game where both of them are, of course, on the Dolphins, who are favored by 12 against a very bad Texans run defense. So you've got just a lot to a lot of meat on the bone for those two guys this week. Samaj P. Ryan is 5600. If Joe Mixon is unable to play, he's probably going to be quite popular at that price. Isaiah Pacheco, I think we are finally going to enter the first Isaiah Pacheco chalk week of the season. He's only 5,500. And then the um, Buccaneers running backs are also kind of interesting. you got Leonard Fournette, 5,800, and Rashad White at 5,100. Of course, they're facing the Browns, who have pretty much the worst run defense in the league. And then Latavius Murray is only 5,000 against the Carolina Panthers. We know today that the Broncos waived Melvin Gordon kind of to most people surprise. So Latavius Murray seems like he's going to be something of a bell cow at only 5,000. Pretty, pretty nice value there. And the thing is, Chase Edmonds also got hurt. He has a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out two to four weeks. Mike Boone is still not going to be able to come back from the IR until week 13. It seems like this is Latavius Murray's backfield at least for week 12. So I'm sure he'll be pretty popular at 5,000. And then the wide receivers, you've got kind of a thinner top, top tier and a very good wide receiver to like 6,500 to 7,000 tier. So let me just start off with the guys at the top. It's Tyreek Hill at 8,000, Devontae Adams at 8,600, DeAndre Hopkins at 7,700, and then Jalen Waddle at 7,300. No Justin Jefferson on this slate. No Stefan Diggs on this slate. Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, of course, still injured. So kind of a, a little bit thin at the top, like I said, but then this very strong tier, From 6,500 to 7,000, with T. Higgins at 6,900, Debo Samuel at 6,800. He's been a little bit underperforming lately just because of how many mouths there are to feed in that San Francisco offense at the moment. Mike Evans at 6,700, Chris Olave at 6,600, Christian Kirk at 6,500, and DK Metcalf at 6,500. The value continues trickling down with Amari Cooper at 6,400, Tyler Lockett at 6,200. Keenan Allen at 6,100 and Chris Godwin at 6,000. I mean, coming back to Amari Cooper, he's just had probably his best game of the season with two touchdowns yesterday and Jacoby Brissett was balling. This will be Brissett's last start. So kind of an interesting option there as we keep going down the ladder. I just think there's a lot of wide receiver value on this slate. Terry McLaurin is 5,800. We know the splits that he has when Taylor Heineke is his quarterback. Cam uh, Cortland Sutton is 5,600. Allen Robinson is 5,500. Both of those guys project for very high workloads if um, Jerry Judy is still hurt. And we know that Cooper Cup will definitely not be playing. Josh Palmer is 5,400. He had two touchdowns last night. Hollywood Brown is only 5,300 coming off of his injury. They said he was close to playing tonight. Sounds like he's leaning towards not being activated. But we expect to see that for next Sunday's game, he'll probably be back up and running. Rondale Moore is only 5,100. The Zacherts injury kind of opens up the potential for that Cardinals offense to support all three of Hopkins, Hollywood, and Rondale. We'll see how that plays out when all three of them are back on the field, probably soon. And then just to get to like the way deep values here on DraftKings, Donovan Peoples-Jones is still dirt cheap, 4,800. Mac Hollins is 4,400. He's stepping up into a bigger role, of course, with the injuries to Renfro and Waller. Garrett Wilson is 4,300. Traylon Burks is 4,200. Demarcus Robinson is 4,900. He led the Ravens in targets yesterday, and I think he had nine targets while Devin DuVernay only had one. So very big um, change in favor of Demarcus Robinson yesterday. We'll see if that continues to hold up, but for now, he's a very good value. Nico Collins was 4,100 again this week, even though he, you know, continues to be somewhat productive. We know that that Texans offensive situation is somewhat limited. The Chiefs receivers are also interesting values. MVS is only 4,000. We know that he had a pretty quiet game last night, but like we said, if Juju stays out, we know that Michael Hardman's on IR. The potential for MVS to crack a big one at 4,000 is pretty worthwhile. And then even more appealing to me is Sky Moore at 3,000. Just absolutely dirt cheap, of course. I think that it's probably the min price for wide receivers, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it's 2,500, but it might be 3,000. That's just way too cheap for Sky Moore, who had five receptions in last night's game. Truly, truly hoping that the Sky Moore breakout is finally here upon us. Over at tight end, we got Travis Kelsey at the top, 7,700. He's got a big gap between him and Mark Andrews now, because Andrews is down at 6,500. So, it used to be those two guys were way alone at the top. Now Travis Kelsey, of course, separating himself a little bit. Another three-touchdown three, t- three touchdown game last night. I can't believe it's the second time he's done that this season. And then, like I said, Andrews, 6,500. George Kittle is 5,300. And then there's kind of a bit of a drop-off there. A few injured tight ends hanging out in the middle like Pitts and Everett. And then a little bit below those guys, you get, I think, where some of the value is with Tyler Higbee at 4,200. Koukomet at 3,900. Greg Dulcich, 3,700. David Njoku at 3,600, and then Foster Moreau at 3,400. He didn't have the biggest game yesterday, but we know that he's more involved in the absence of Darren Waller. Juwan Johnson is 3,400. I think people are finally catching on to his value and his role to the Saints. And then Hayden Hurst is 3,300. I think he's going to continue to be more involved in his offense as long as Jamar Chase is out. So that's kind of the scene at tight ends, at least this week on DraftKings. And then the defenses, the top tier consists of the 49ers defense at 4000, the Dolphins defense at 3900, the Broncos at 3800, the Ravens at 3700. And then I think the real values on DraftKings of this slate are the Chiefs at 2800 facing the Rams, who are basically without an offensive line and possibly probably going to be rolling out a backup quarterback in a game where the Chiefs are favored by 14 points. The Falcons are defense 2,900 against the Commanders. I think that's a pretty, pretty good spot. We know that Taylor Heineke is pretty prone to turning the ball over. And then the Chargers defense against the Cardinals. They're a little bit more expensive at 3,300. But I think that there's still a possibility that Kyler Murray will be out for another week. Sounds like he's trending toward not playing tonight. And if you get to play the Chargers defense against one of the Cardinals backup quarterbacks for 3,300, I think that's a pretty good value. And before we switch over to FanDuel, of course, I've got a little Monday lineup for you guys. This one, I start with a Geno double stack of you know him with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, of course. And then I've got a lot of correlation out of the Cardinals and the Chargers game with Austin Eckler in this lineup stacked with Rondale Moore and Keenan Allen. A lot of pieces from that game as well. Hayden Hurst is my tight end. And then I've p- paired up Isaiah Pacheco with the chiefs defense who, like I said, I think is going to be probably the best defense on the slate. And they're only 2,800 on DraftKings this week. So I expect them to be both a little chalky, but let me just give you guys that lineup from top to bottom. Geno Smith, 6,000 Isaiah Pacheco, 5,500 Austin Eckler, 8,500 DK Metcalf, 6,500 Tyler Lockett, 6,200 Rondale Moore, 5,100 Hayden Hurst, only 3,300 Keenan Allen, 6,100 his price definitely still kind of not adjusted to his return from injury. And then the chiefs defense closing it out at 2,800. i kind of really like how well today's lineups came together for me. I think there's a lot of good options on this slate, especially the wide receiver value. And then I a Pacheco. Oh man, this is, this is totally going to be Isaiah Pacheco DFS weekend. I hope you guys are all ready for it before we get over to talking about the FanDuel lineups and their scores or their salaries rather i just want to tell you guys about rival fantasy this is our second sponsor for today's episode big thank you to them they're kind of they're the newest sponsor here at the underworld and they're just putting out a lot of awesome products they've got three different fantasy games that you can choose from you can do a head-to-head player challenge if you think that player a is going to outscore player b just very easy simple prop bets also available you can bet the over or under on things like rushing yards receptions for any given player and then i think their biggest innovation is this fantasy bingo game where basically you can get a bingo card and then it comes with of course 25 squares and then each square is like a different achievement say it's like oh over two touchdowns in the game or throwing over 100 passing yards in the second half things like that and then you pick your team to try to hit at least five in a row of these you know bingo accomplishments so if you pick a quarterback a running back a receiver and then maybe one of them knocks out each of the boxes and you actually get all five in a row or you get all four of the corners then your bingo card wins which is a very big payout so very fun way to kind of combine bingo a game that everyone knows and generally tends to enjoy (laughs) and then a game that we all love of course which is fantasy football so great combination there and there's a special offer at rival fantasy.com using promo code player. You get 100% first play insurance to play worry-free that's rival.com fantasy for 100% loss protection up to $50 on your first deposit. So you can play. Don't have to worry about losing familiarize yourself with the platform on that first $50 deposit. You cannot lose your money with promo code player. Make sure to join rival fantasy. And now we will. Talk about the salaries at FanDuel, of course. At quarterback, Patrick Mahomes is at the top of the board at 9,000. Joe Burrow, 8,600, close behind. Justin Fields is 8,500. Tua is 8,300. And Lamar Jackson is 8,200. Lamar Jackson's had a kind of a disappointing few weeks. We know that his weapons are down and he's kind of his salary's fallen farther on FanDuel than it has on DraftKings. Interestingly, just below those guys, Justin Herbert is 7,900. And Kyler Murray is 7,800. Geno Smith is 7,600. Funny story for you guys. I almost thought that Deshaun Watson was playing on this slate. You know, it's an 11-game suspension. I thought, well, it's week 12. His suspension must be over. Nearly forgot that they had had their bye week. So we do have one more week of Jacoby Brissett. But I was I was pretty close to reading off Deshaun Watson's DFS salary in this episode. So that that could have been a kind of embarrassing. But bullet dodged and... Bullet dodged for the NFL, then it's one more week that he's off the field, honestly. Now, over at running back, Derrick Henry leads the way at 9,500. Christian McCaffrey at 9,200. Austin Eckler at 8,800. Josh Jacobs at 8,700. Kenneth Walker at 8,400. Nick Chubb is 8,100. Kind of a big fall given how high we saw him get early in the season with the crazy big games he was having. Joe Mixon is 8,000. Of course, he's questionable with a concussion. And then also at 8000 is Travis Etienne coming off the Jaguars bye week. He'll be playing against the Ravens, who I think are pretty good against the run. They just traded for Roquan Smith. So probably not going to see quite as high of an ownership for Travis Etienne on FanDuel as he is priced up a little bit more there. Jeff Wilson is close behind at 7700 I think you're still going to want to play some of him because of just how good of a spot the Dolphins are in. James Conner is 7,000 against the Chargers run defense, which is pretty, pretty rough. Damian Pierce, 6,900. Samashe Pirine is 6,600. The Buccaneers running backs, Lenny is 7,200 and Rashad White is 6,400. So still, I think they're kind of in play against the Browns run defense. The Chargers and the Browns, kind of the two run worst run defenses in the league right now. So between Conner, Fournette and Rashad White, I think you kind of want to target all three of those guys just a little bit. Big price disparity between Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert here on FanDuel. So, like I said, Wilson is seventy-seven hundred, and Mostert is only sixty-three hundred. So, I think that probably more of the ownership is going to go toward Mostert, even though the role has been trending in Jeff Wilson's direction. Isaiah Pacheco is also only sixty-three hundred, and then Latavius Murray is sixty-two hundred. Over to wide receiver, Tyreek Hill is leading the way at ninety-two hundred. Devonte Adams is nine thousand. DeAndre Hopkins is 8,400. T. Higgins is 8,200, coming off of a huge game yesterday. And then Jalen Waddell is 8,100. Same thing here. We've got a very strong tier two between all these wide receivers, just going down from Amari Cooper at 7,800, Christian Kirk at 7,700, Mike Evans at 7,600, Terry McLaurin at 7,500, Tyler Lockett at 7,400, Keenan Allen at 7,300, Chris Olave at 7,300. DK Metcalf at 7,200 and Cortland Sutton at 7,100. Chris Godwin at 7,000. It just doesn't stop. There's so many good values. Marquise Brown, 7,000. And then Debo Samuel, also 6,900. A lot of good high-end wide receiver twos on this slate at pretty good prices on FanDuel. Allen Robinson is a little bit cheaper at 6,800. We know that he's going to have a bigger role, of course. Brandon Ayuk, 6,700. Donovan Peoples-Jones, his price is climbing a little bit here, up to 6,300. Rondale Moore is six thousand. Traylon Burks is fifty nine hundred, and then Mac Hollins is only fifty six hundred. Sky Moore all the way down at fifty four hundred. So he's kind of my my cheapest dart throw wide receiver of the week here on FanDuel. Over to the tight ends: Travis Kelsey is eighty two hundred. Mark Andrews seventy three hundred. As as on DraftKings, a little bit of a gap between the two now. Taysom Hill is sixty five hundred. He's been a little bit less involved in the Saints run game, but he, you know, he's still kind of that gadget player you can put in your tight end position. George Kittle, 6,200. Tyler Higby, 5,700. And David Njoku, 5,600. Those guys, especially Higby and Njoku, not quite the value that they are on DraftKings, but some of the cheaper tight ends here on FanDuel are Juwan Johnson at 5,500. Foster Moreau, 5,400. Greg Dulcich at 5,300. Cole Komet, also at 5,300 and then Hayden Hurst at 5100. So, a lot to like I think at tight end in that in that secondary almost tertiary tier. And then the defenses, the top of the defenses at FanDuel. Interestingly, the Chiefs are not nearly as underpriced. They're 4900 here. Only one more expensive than them is the Jets at 5000 against the Bears. Then you get the 49ers against the Saints for 4700. The Ravens are 4,500 and the Dolphins are 4,400. Dolphins, of course, big favorites against the Texans. So yeah, the biggest surprise to me is how high the Chiefs are here compared to DraftKings. A good value that I like here on FanDuel is the Broncos and the Panthers were playing each other in that very low total game. Both those defenses are 3,900. The Panthers don't even know who their starting quarterback is gonna be, I think, between how poorly Baker Mayfield has played this year and P.J. Walker having that high ankle sprain. Like, I think if the Panthers could you know, push the button on Madden to simulate the rest of the season, they would have done it weeks ago. So, But that, that game still has to be played, and I think both those defenses find themselves in a favorable spot. We know the Broncos also have an elite defense. Regardless, it's kind of a disappointment how their offense has been unable to get that defense better positioned for the playoffs this year. And then the Seahawks' defense at 4,000 against the Raiders. I think that the Raiders have also been another team that's disappointed out of the AFC West and their offense hasn't been able to do too much lately. So the Seahawks defense at 4,000 is looking pretty appealing. And for my sample lineup for you guys here over at FanDuel, I've got Justin Herbert at quarterback. He's 7,900. Stacked him with Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and then ran it back with Rondale Moore in that Chargers-Cardinals game. And then I picked up both Raheem Mostert and Jalen Waddell from the Dolphins. Like I said, they're big favorites more than happy to onslaught that game in a one-sided way. Greg Dulcich is kind of who I went with at the value tight end. Like I said, I like him. I like Moreau. I like Komet, all at that similar price range. And then Isaiah Pacheco makes it into my lineup. Once again, I think this is the week that we're going to see chalky Isaiah Pacheco. We're going to want to play him. And I mean, I I definitely will. You you don't want to miss the vote when Isaiah Pacheco finally starts getting those touchdowns. He's had two big games on the ground. But he hasn't found the end zone since week one, I think. We know it's coming. I'm so excited to see it. And then rounded this one out with the Broncos defense. To give you guys that lineup from top to bottom, it's Justin Herbert, 7,900. Austin Eckler, 8,800. Raheem Mostert, 6,300. Keenan Allen, 7,300. Rondale Moore, 6,000. Jalen Waddle, 8,100. Greg Dulcich, 5,300. Isaiah Pacheco, 6,300. And the Broncos defense, 3,900. Like I said, over at DraftKings, this lineup this week just felt like it came together really nicely. And some weeks it's a lot harder to put pieces together on Monday than others. But this week it seems like there's a lot of value. And as always, you guys can find me to hear the takes, of course, as they develop over the course of the week on the Roto Grinders Underworld Stackfest show on Fridays with myself, Matt, and Eric Bimefor. And then if you haven't subscribed already to the Player Profiler Newsletter... Make sure you are subscribed. You can go to playerprofiler.com/slash newsletter where you can get into your inbox. On Thursday, you get the Cody's corner where he does, you know, deep, in-depth looks at the wide receiver cornerback matchups. On Friday, you get the main underworld weekly newsletter. And now, um, for three weeks running, we've been doing my personal DFS plays of the week as a separate newsletter. Usually that used to be in part of the main Underworld newsletter, but now that is a separate newsletter coming in on Saturdays. So you've got an opportunity to get the newsletter with the DFS plays of the week. You can find me, like I said, on Fridays at the Underworld Stack Fest show. And then on Saturdays, myself and Chase Descalos, we do the DFS Dominator live show where we just build more and more countless GPP lineups using the optimizer over at Player Profiler. So if you guys haven't already, make sure to like and subscribe. That's where you can find me later on in the week, and you will get more of these DFS takes as the week unfolds. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I will see you guys next Monday.